<laughs> All right, welcome back to Dead Trust. It's uh, Sunday, August 29th, 2021. My name is Hammer. These guys are Norman Dusty. What's going on? What is up? Another exciting well, week. It's a week of uh, hurricanes in more ways than one. <laughs> There's a looming uh, storm on the horizon, and... Uh, it ain't just the fucking hurricane off the coast. Hopefully, it seems like it's a little bit more impactful than the one that rolled up here that didn't amount to fuck all. It was a category shit hurricane. But glasses um, <laughs> straight. Uh, I was trying to look at webcams and all the webcams on my weather app are down for anywhere that's getting hit right now in Louisiana. It was fun. And informative, but they could get be getting rocked down there right now. Yep. Yeah. Well, Dusty. Set engine noise in mine. You uh, you had a little I'm bit getting... of a little bit of a story about the cane, you know. Well, hold on, I'm I'm getting a lot of like feedback when you guys talk. Really? Uh -oh. oh boy, yeah. technical issues. Yeah, I'm not getting anything. I can I can hear myself fine. My headphones, but whenever uh, everything back everything good for you, Hammer. Yeah, everything sounds they okay over here. Yeah, yeah it's nothing, it's nothing. It's straight static. I want to stop my audio real quick and see if that don't fix anything. But like I said, in the uh, throwback to me, it's good. But hmm, hmm. Uh, what a great way. Yeah, other than resetting great way to stuff. But if you sound okay. Be able to carry on, or do we want to reset everything, start over again? <laughs> no, I don't think we need to do that. We can just figure out what's going on with Dusty here, real quick. See, now now I don't... Yeah, he's testing this shit out. Yeah, stand by, boys. There technical, he goes. Stand technical by. Difficulties. Technical difficulties. Still the well, they're about Indian head pictograph has that been outlawed <laughs> the racial insensitivity or historical <laughs> racial insensitivity i i remember our our good buddy network uh, the other day linked a fucking shirt that i thought was hilarious and it was a native american gentleman and uh it was like the cleveland indian shirt but it said the cleveland caucasians uh, i thought that just, <laughs> i got a good chuckle out of that but uh yeah the fucking the white skins <laughs> but yeah i yeah. i couldn't tell you what's going on with dusty i mean if everything's fine on your end i couldn't it has to be with him because uh let's get his shit rebooted and then the uh keep no, pushing I mean, this train wreck right on down the line oh yeah yeah <laughs> If it ain't one thing after another, you know. Yeah, man. Um, it's a cascade effect. Wait until the you know, all the microservices start it, to fail. <laughs> I guess I'll just take this time to say, uh, you know, we apologize that uh, Mr. Robinson couldn't be here today. Um, he's dealing with some family issues uh, uh, in the form of uh, he had a pet that uh, passed on today. And uh, that's always a a difficult 
a difficult thing for people. Um, I know when my dog, when we had to put my dog to sleep, um, wasn't a, wasn't the funnest thing in the world, you know. I mean, they're family members. They're not. A, yeah. It's not. It's not just a pet. It's not just a dog. It's not just an animal. It's a family member. So, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to uh, Mr. Robinson and uh, his family, and uh, hopefully they, uh, you know, are able to deal with uh, the trying times of losing a pet. So. The insensitivity level of sending a get well soon card to somebody. <laughs> I hope they pull through. I mean, I was being sincere. I mean, fuck I know it, you I, were. I lost, I, I, like I said, I lost my dog a couple No, of I'm a cat ago, person. And... I, I'd take that I'd take that pretty hard if I had to go through that. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I approach everything with humor. <laughs> it's my defense mechanism. Dusty, are you sounding all right yet? Are we sounding all right to you? No. And, uh, I'll tell you when everything started is whenever you switched over to play that song. Um, that's when it got bad on my end. I'm gonna unplug my interface real quick and see if that don't fix something. But yeah, that's right. that's odd that it's just it's on your end. I don't know. Yeah, it seems minor issue. Probably a checked box, you don't know. Anyway, <laughs> well, uh, Hammer, tell me a story. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so I, I woke up to something interesting this morning. Um, a section of my front yard had com- completely caved in. What um, the fuck? It t- yeah, it, t- it turns out, and we ran like underground power from the poles and everything, so we've dug a few feet deep down there in fact it, the, how far down the deep we dug is exposed because the pipes are running across about four feet down in this hole but the uh the timber ceiling of some subterranean room had given way and collapsed and so about four feet under the ground this room filled in it's uh it's about six six by six by about five feet and we haven't dug it out yet um to figure out what's going on down there but it's old uh timber framed you know stacked logs the the old log cabin style on top of a you can see that there's a a small rock foundation that somebody put together on it so it was a it was an actual structure at one point what service a purpose it served is a bit of a mystery and if there's anything down in there um We've yet to find out. You just got like a crypt full of, of dead fucking people. <laughs> I looked out at it. I just had like a white rock. I was like, that's a bone. That looks like a fucking skull. But that was like, you know, a foot and a half below the surface when it caved in. So unlikely. If that was the case, you'd have uh, you'd have a whole lot of glowies at your house. <laughs> Excavating <laughs> shit. But we're going to see what we feel like doing. I feel like digging it out but whether or not i have the fucking time i might talk to my excavator and have him come in and see how delicately delicately because only about half of it caved in the other half is still overhanging it could go at any time too but that's uh we got the big juice right running right across it and um it could it could be kind of problematic we're gonna see what uh like the pricing for everything <laughs> looks like it might just be easier to fill it right the fuck in 
But um, yeah, Mr. fuck, front yard caved in. Mr. Potter, there's a room under there. We have we have have we fixed anything yet? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. That took care of it. All right, all right, good. Just I, like I, a I modem. Know, you know, uh, me and me and Hammer both have had a uh, a few issues here off and on with the uh, with the audio interface. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it, it is a thing. It's your turn. It was yeah, your no, turn. That was like a. I mean, it wasn't like a, a, a feedback, um, you know, like a mic getting close to a speaker or anything. It was it was just like real static and poppy. You know, I mean, I could I could hear you, but I mean, like the, the static and the pop was loud. Welcome um, to the uh, welcome to all the issues I had. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, th- that was one thing, um, you know, I just had with with voice meter, uh, just yeah. using 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 voice meter. Um, I, you know, the, the thing I figured out with it though, is, uh, the, uh, for low latency and just really good audio quality, um, focus, right. Uses a, uh, version of ACO for all Thunderbolt drivers on, uh, windows and, you know, using that fixed all my problems, but yeah, uh, I, I kind of would probably suggest maybe, um, downloading some ACO drivers you know, on your computer, overlaying that over the <clears throat> over the Windows shit because uh, Windows has a well. L- let me just be frank. Windows Windows audio is is garbage. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You know when it, when it comes to uh, I, I'm not a big proponent of of Mac and uh, spending you know a year's salary on a computer that's subpar to something i could build for you know literally a quarter of the price uh well, and then they're proprietary on top of that too oh know? yeah they like, sold they solder in all their hardware you know mm-hmm. so uh, you can't upgrade i mean it, it's just a pain in the ass with mac but i will say this the operating system is amazing um if it wouldn't be for the proprietary shit and the fact that you know, it's a lot like Linux in the sense that you have to emulate things to run games and, you know, certain games that use stuff like, uh, you know, Easy Anti-Cheat or, or BattleEye um, that, that needs access, uh, you know, a, a, a checksum or a call to your uh, root. Uh, that causes a lot of issues on something as secure as Linux or, or Mac, and it just makes gaming difficult. Otherwise, I'd use it. Um, I mean, Mac Mac OS is, I mean, for anything else, a hundred times better than Windows. Uh, it just really. Speaking is. of uh, gaming, I uh, was reading an article earlier about um, the cops. Uh, well, no, the guy committed suicide, but um, a PUBG gamer had a. Um, shot a girl down in Cary, North Carolina, and then I guess got into a pursuit right outside of uh, Pittsburgh. Sure, it had everything to do with him playing violent video games. Oh, yeah. Violent, <laughs> I'll spin that violent, into the narrative. Marijuana and video games causes violence, in case you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll hear uh, that pop up. Well, here we go. Some more technical issues because Dusty is frozen, and I think he's not drop. Add it to the list. We'll just uh, we'll just keep piling shit on tonight. Apparently, um, not having a guest. Uh, nah, <laughs> frozen, Dusty. Internet. <laughs> no, no, the, the internet kicked out for a second. Like, there's right, storms there rolling through here, so 
I figured uh, I figured I was going to be having some connection issues here and there. I mean, we can uh, we can just keep the show an hour tonight or something if you want to. Because I mean, yeah, I didn't really. I mean, between the the technical issues and you know, I kind of planned on having a guest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there ain't a lot of shit prepared for this show. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, it is it is what it is. Shit happens. So, yeah, I kind of wish I had taken that nap earlier, but wouldn't be a guarantee when I woke up from it. So, never safe. But, uh, with the you know the collapse in my yard and that, um hidden room i was i always had a weird feeling feeling about my property that there was stuff like especially up on the hill behind me that there's something underneath it and it's a little weird to have a room exposed in the front yard um but think a bigger picture just the the amount of buried structure that's in your average town like the place that i live you can clearly see that there's two stories beneath the surface level that have just been um, you know, now they just function as basements primarily for all the buildings, but a lot of these old towns around here are all connected underneath all the, they have tunnels running at, around all the, all the streets. Um, at one point, everything was like at the same level as the train tracks and then everything started to raise up around them. So there's a, there's two stories of street front that are just buried and what's underneath that there could be a lot of hidden shit about our history just right beneath our feet that we know nothing about i guess we well, could tie I know, that uh, mud know, flood stuff i know if you're like uh if you're like the people i work for um there's a lot of hidden history it's called uh you just take shit and uh cars and oil and all kinds of fucking nonsense and shove it off in a ditch and fucking bury it. Bury it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's probably 20 years of fucking just shit buried in a trench somewhere. An undisclosed location. Yeah, lazy town workers. Are you drinking that nasty fucking green NOS? Yeah. Jesus. Sour, I like it. Oh, which which nice. one? Which one is that? The um, I didn't see oh. it on camera. What's it called? Sonic it's something. Sour shit. Sonic sour. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually I like that one, and <laughs> that's besides so monster drinks. Nasty dude. Uh, besides monsters, nasty. Uh, that and the uh, the grape one, the grape nos are like the only other energy drinks that I would drink, and I can't find the sour one up here. I've not been able to find it. Like two months well, oh it's on it's... sale up here <laughs> well i wonder the why i got it <laughs> all the knives well, were they had a monster called mule that was out it was in uh like a black and a copper colored can and uh it was supposed to be like the russian mule which i guess is uh vodka lime juice and ginger beer and uh I couldn't find any of the green monsters one day and food line had them in the uh, case right there. And I was like, well, I'll try one of these food line. Got addicted to them. And they're good. They, they're good. They're, have you had them? Yeah. 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 Well, they're limited edition. I can't find them up here anymore. So 
not last weekend, but the uh, the last time on the fourth when I went down to North Carolina, I came across two gas stations that had them down there and bought a bunch of them. So yeah, that's the, the last uh, time I've had them. There's a gas station I frequent every morning when I'm when I you know right when I get to work and. There's an older Hispanic lady that works there that, I, that I'm friendly with and I, I practice Spanish with, you know? Yeah. And uh, she actually turned me on to those. She's like, they're yeah. really good, you know? So I, I fuck, I went and bought one and I was like, man, I don't really like Monster. Don't really like the taste of regular Monsters at all, mm-hmm. but this motherfucker's good. It's really yeah. good. I'm going to have to see fucking. There was a girl at Walmart. She saw me buying out. Uh the rest of them like in the coolers i was going to every single cooler that had them on every uh, register <laughs> and uh <clears throat> she was all like yeah they're they're not going to be getting them here anymore and she's like but you can go on amazon and get them on there and get a 24 pack sent to you so i hadn't looked into it yet but that's uh definitely something i'm going to be doing hopefully they'll come back around with them they used to have a couple different flavors uh they had a grape one that was uh i think it was called mixed it was yeah it was mixed and then they had a pineapple flavored monster that was uh called m80 that was out years ago and uh they discontinued them but it's matey (laughs) huh matey Matey. hello there matey oh (laughs) Just terrible joke that just just fell flat. Sorry. <laughs> I'm looking at the. Do you guys ever look into the satanic imagery connection to the monster logo? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. In Hebrew, it's technically six six six. Well, so is um, uh, Volkswagen three Vs, yeah. three sixes. There was. Have you ever seen it, a Volkswagen symbol spin? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I have. I was blown. I was blown away by that. Everybody, if you haven't, go out there and spin a Volkswagen logo. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Okay, so Dusty, check this Mind out. Mind blowing. If if you take a Volkswagen symbol, put a pen in the middle of it, and spin it, mm-hmm. you get it, it, well. It's spinning fast, and you can see a swastika in it. Like I'm not really? even shitting you. Like a hundred. No, oh no 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 no! Yeah, I just pulled it up on YouTube. Sure enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you know, at the same time, yeah, I'm watching it spin, dude. Yeah. That's that's wild. Hidden imagery, man. <laughs> yeah. Volkswagen. The Nazis well, were all know, about the fucking Volkswagen, the the mm-hmm. people's car, Volkswagen. But you, know? you look back at, you know, th- there's a building up here that they call the Schwastika Building. It's uh, it's in the city of Beckley, and it's like uh, something to do with either the sanitation board or the water department or something, but up around the um, the edges of the building there's uh swastikas all over it um but it you know you look back at the uh the old meaning of it it was a like a good luck symbol and stuff so but have so, you ever have you ever seen the connection of it with uh the where where it actually comes from so yeah it's used in it's used you know mm-hmm. in a lot of cultures specifically old old indian stuff but yeah um what it is actually uh big dipper and little dipper positionally mm-hmm. as it as it as as that rotates as that changes through seasons it actually makes a swastika 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there, that's, that's where it comes from is it's actually a, an astrology thing. Um, and being into occultism and all that stuff, the Nazis heavily, heavily into occultism, um, and astrology and all that other stuff. Yeah. Uh, I just sent you the, uh, the article on it in discord and in a message on there, but that's the building that stands here in uh, Beckley, West Virginia. I'm looking at all these other companies. Oh, wow. Yeah. If you scroll down to the second picture, it's got, you know, the close-up on it. I've yeah. not been in personally uh, saw it yet. But... Bringing it up on the screen right now. Yeah, there's definitely some uh, swastika yep. imagery in there. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and off of YouTube. I don't think so. Pointing pointing it out, you know, that it's a building, yeah. you know, it's not really a big deal. I don't even think you can say it. <laughs> it was an electric substation is what it was. I knew it had something to do with uh, some type of public works, you know, either water, electric, something. But, yeah, that's what it is. Um, no, earlier I was going to say just about the hurricane stuff, you know, my, my little brother lives in new Orleans. He lives a couple blocks away from the Mississippi river. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Like I wasn't exactly sure where he lived down there. Mom sent me his address a little while ago to see how close it was. Cause she was saying that when she was down there at his new house, um, she was able to, they've got like a, <clears throat> a greenway or a little walking path there that she would walk over and you know, kind of walk that path in the mornings uh, there on the Mississippi. Uh, but they had to evacuate him, him and his wife. Uh, they've been married, I'm not sure, less than two years now. Um, her dad is a uh, retired attorney and has had some health scares here recently. He's under hospice care right now um he's had brain issues I, I and i can't remember exactly if it's like aneurysm clots or tumors or what it was but i think the last thing mom was telling me that he had had some swelling and i believe there was a tumor and he was going to forfeit doing surgery but i think they talked him into doing surgery and he's under hospice care right now just for pain management um he decided He's staying, going to weather it out and um, basically locked the doors and told him to piss off. And I guess his hospice nurse had said, hey, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if we're going to be able to come and check on you or anything like that. Um, you're on your own, basically. You know, we'll try to get out to you if we can. So my brother and uh, Cam, his wife, they're in North Carolina right now, my parents' house. So I'm sure things are a little bit uh, frustrating and worrisome on her end, you know, because um, uh, her parents are divorced. So, it, you know, he's basically single. He's not remarried or anything or don't have anybody with him. So luckily there's a few people, I guess, that uh, either go to church with him or they're from my brother's church. Which my brother is uh, like 
a children's pastor and on staff at a church there down in New Orleans. And um, they're, they're going to go and check on him if, uh, if they're able to. So I guess it's just going to be a, a waiting game to, to see how bad things actually get and what happens. But I can only imagine what she's dealing with, you know, thinking about that. I mean, you know, deciding to not undergo a surgery – that's one thing, you know, and kind of dying, dying out a natural way like that. But uh, dying in something like a like a hurricane, you know, if it's a house collapse or you know, water or whatever, man, that's just uh, I don't I don't know if that's a decision personally that I would make. I mean, I'm out in exactly the middle of the street it, with an American flag. Yeah. It's the only way to take a hurricane. See, I, I grew up in Kansas, you know, and, and tornadoes were a reality for us, like, just yep. every day. I mean, it's called Tornado Alley for a reason, right? You mm-hmm. know? Um, But, I mean, it's so different, man, because when we moved to Arkansas, it's so mountainous and rocky here. Uh, a lot of people don't think of Arkansas as, like, a mountainous area, but it, but it is. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's so much rock and so much shit here, bedrock and everything else. There's no basements really in mm-hmm. any in any house. Um, I mean, you very rarely see any house that has a basement, and it's just so opposite. Um, you know, growing up in Kansas, every fucking house had a basement, or at the very least, it had a storm cellar outside. You know, next to the house, and. You know, I mean, so it's like we we were just so used to to tornadoes and stuff. Um, you know, it, it, it's not like a hurricane where you got to deal with the flood and all the other shit that comes along with it, you know. Uh, but it's like, you know, I've, I felt a lot safer in that sense of, uh, you know, you, you just get in your basement, do whatever, um, ride the storm out, you know, fuck yeah. around, play some cards in the basement under the stairs, you know. Um, I couldn't imagine uh, living in a coastal area or something where, you know, even if you wanted to ride the storm out, you know, it's like you can't just go hide in the basement. Uh, you know, you'll drown to death. You'll fucking, you know, flood to death or something. Um, that's just a wild thing. You know, it's a wild concept that you got to leave mm-hmm. your home um, if you really want to be safe. And that's that's uh, that's just so foreign to me because, you know, I've never lived around anything like that. Now, is this Katrina 2? basically the yeah cyclical nature of the well it's the propaganda um, yeah i mean it's it's basically the anniversary of katrina right now as well so right a lot um, of anniversaries yep a, yep 9-11 kind of feels kind of feels a bit synchronistic if you ask me oh, no, no, no it's it feels forced to me it doesn't feel kind of feels like maybe that heart machine was turned on full blast i don't know yep i know it probably don't even need it it's probably a lot simpler process but it, i mean it, think it feels sk- like a well, people think it's repetition of history right now people think it's About schizo harp. no people think it's absolutely schizo oh. that you say like weather manipulation that people can create hurricanes and earthquakes and shit like that it's like they've been yeah, doing it since vietnam yeah I mean, probably before. God, that's, yeah they, they talk about how how weather manipulation won the war or it's technically didn't win the war but no you know, i mean it made um, a losing war worse yeah but they they were creating monsoons out there so they could wash out uh 
the the dirt roads that were supply routes for the Vietnamese. So, you know, it's uh, it, it's been going on since then. And then there's been tons of uh, papers that have came out on it that are undisputed and just flat out proven that they manipulate weather here and seed skies yeah. and all that. But yeah, mainstream you talk headlines about, admitting to it. Yeah, you talk it's about chemtrails and you're you're crazy still a, a nutcase. I'm That's like, just. It's like super uh, surface level conspiracy stuff. Chemtrails. It's like you can point at them like that's a contrail. Yeah. You know, it disappears. No, those are all chemtrails. They're well, going to hang really, out all day yep. and turn into cloud patterns. It's really entry level. You know, it's like it's like that's yeah. like look up when a when a norm <laughs> yeah. when a normie gets into conspiracies. It's like that's kind of the first shit they stumble yeah. on. But yet, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's still a lot of people who think that it's bullshit. And I'm not saying. I'm not necessarily. I I can't say that I'm a hundred percent convinced that they're, you know, spraying all kinds of poison on shit. But as far as like declassified documents, they're spraying um, something. They're seeing they're seeing clouds. They're changing weather. They're doing all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. Um, that's that's that a it, fact. I mean, that's de- that's cla- enough. That's yeah. declassified FOIA information that anybody can look up. Um, mm-hmm. so. You know, as far as trying to call people a conspiracy theorist for saying that there's chemtrails in the sky, that's that's weather manipulation, guys. You know, and yeah. and whether you want to attach, uh, you know, poisoning and whatever to it, you know, yeah, that's, depopulation that's, agendas. You know, that's right. that's up to you. But I mean, as far as the provable stuff, like right out, right out, what the government admits, uh, yeah, they've been manipulating weather for fucking five, six decades now. So I mean, more than probably more than that. So. Corey, Corey in chat says is uh, far back as the 1800s, actually. So, would not be surprised. No, I wasn't either. I, yeah, I'm, and, I'm uh, sure that we could dig into it and find stuff that they. Well, fucking, weather manipulation has been what one of the you know biggest drives for man. I mean, being able to make it rain, even going back to like rain dances and yeah, you know. Praying to the gods to make it rain. It's been one of the longest standing dreams of mankind to be able to make it rain whenever they I want. I know that's what that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I'll make it hail after a change. Don't ever the sign. <laughs> Pockets full of nickels. <laughs> just just throwing pennies at them hoes on the stage, making <clears throat> it hail. <laughs> well, you know, just a few weeks ago, there there was uh, articles floating around about uh, what they were doing in Dubai, um, right. where they were basically seeding the sky and then sending uh drones up there to shock whatever it was that they right. put in there to to make uh storms and sure enough they had rain so yeah it's, that uh, fast. yeah that, that that's still qualified as like a crazy conspiracy theory it's a little well it's about it's telling of the the critical thought level that yeah most of the population is capable of which is you know zero but <laughs> yeah, you're giving them a lot of credit thinking they can think of anything. Uh, yeah, right. No, no, these are you know, <laughs> they think the NPC meme is probably Factual. extremely accurate. <laughs> yeah, there's just people out there who are incapable of thinking. It doesn't matter. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you saw the conversation earlier, but uh, Corey Bromley said uh, he really he really enjoys drunk hammer. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's like one of his favorite parts of the show. So, uh, well, he hasn't been outlawed yet. I'm sure Drunk Hammer will make another appearance sooner or later. So, so my cousin... Tuesday inconsequential Tuesday show. I'm gonna get fucking massacred for. Go ahead, Dusty. Oh no, say my cousin said that uh, my brother got married at Halloween in 2020. It's a, it's a um, monster came, number. Well, I, I didn't go to the wedding. I was up here with my grandpa, and they had got married down in New Orleans. So I came across an article earlier today. And I guess this is a segue into that, that a couple out of Chicago had a destination wedding in Jamaica. And these douchebags are sending invoices to people who RSVP'd but didn't attend the wedding in Jamaica. They're sending them a bill? A $240 bill for each seat because they had to pay in advance for their destination wedding. Uh-huh. So that to me, I mean, God Almighty, from Chicago to Jamaica, I guarantee that's $2,000 a person minimum round trip, maybe more than that. Um, I can understand people not going, especially with, with COVID going on. Yeah. The issues of, I completely understand something happening and you not going. It would be funny if they announced and requested RSVPs prior to COVID or before COVID. And then, uh, and then like once everybody didn't show up to their destination, they decided to send bills out. Now, I guess in fairness, they did say that the people that they sent the invoices to or whatever, they asked them multiple times if they were going to be going and they had said, yes. Um, but I don't think that there the article nowhere said anything about, yeah, well, if you don't show up, we're going to bill you, you know? So I don't think there's really any legal recourse. They could do any, anything about it. I'd tell them to get bent, but well, I mean, it's the audacity of somebody. Oh, yeah. Say what you're going to say. I was going to say, well, it's kind of like the bullshit, you know, for someone like me, who's really big into the music scene and, uh, buying, you know, I, me and my friends, we buy, concert tickets mm-hmm. you know months out uh for big shows and everything else and during the whole covid thing i mean luckily the the venues where i am locally they do refund and that's nice but there's a lot of people that deal with the same shit with like they'll buy a 200 dollars fucking ticket to some concert and mm-hmm. they're just like well we closed it down for COVID and uh, you're just shit out of luck. You know, you're just out of money. And it's like, that's, that's bullshit, man. Like, yeah. you know, imagine being one of those assholes that fell for something like the fire festival. Oh yeah. God was, almighty. Fucking. That was a rich, big, yuppie big scum Instagram mm-hmm. influencers. Yep. The Kardashians were involved somehow. Are and... you talking about like, like burning man or, or what? no, the fire no, no, festival, no, no. fire festival. F Y R E. You remember that one? Uh, yeah, the Bahamas or somewhere. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know much about that. Basically, uh, was, yeah, oh, well, I'd say it was a huge show that the, a bunch of performers were supposed to come to, and it was down in some island somewhere. And basically, they took all the money, didn't hire any of the performers, or nobody had agreed to do anything, and it was and just, none of the facilities were set up. Yeah, nothing. They what they the set up like anything. thousands of dollars for like this weekend experience for yeah. each person, and they're supposed to be like everything's was supposed to be supplied, free booze, mm-hmm. free food, everything. But they they're getting their meals yeah. handed out. It was like 
slice of American cheese, some rotten ass lettuce, and two stale pieces of bread. Not put together, just like in a styrofoam container. Here's your food. Yeah, and people got down there, had nowhere to stay. Oh, yeah. They were were pissed. There's a whole documentary about it. There's a bunch of rich kids freaking out on their cell phone. I need a private plane. I'm stuck here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, regardless of economic status, I mean, if you pay for an event, you know, it's like you should get what you It's rough getting scammed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked up, man. I mean, I'd be mad. It is funny. I mean, because you think about it, like some of these big you know, giant private festivals or something. Like, if you got boned on fucking, like, Burning Man, you know, it's like that's like an invite-only thing that's really fucking expensive. I mean, I can only imagine getting burned on something like that. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's, that's crazy. At least with that, if you got fucked over, you'd still be stranded in America, and that's some, like, third-world island that you're going to yeah. just get mugged as soon as you leave the concert <laughs> experience. Welcome to the real-life experience. Give me your shoes. Uh, but it was just funny seeing a bunch of rich, overly privileged people like dropped off in the middle of nowhere, left to their own devices, which don't amount to much. It was funny. I think people back to the weddings that that have these. Uh, you know, there was a Seinfeld episode about that. <clears throat> the wedding in India, right? Yeah. Those people are assholes. They are. <laughs> they are. Like, uh, so yeah, just the audacity of them to even do that. That's uh, that's just a dick move, in my opinion. Um, so I don't know. Um, like I said, I'd, I'd tell them to get bent. Be like y'all. Sh- y'all should have had a wedding up up in Chicago, or at least leave Chicago. You know, I wouldn't. Yeah. Half of my sixty miles outside murdered. of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. they have a wedding bullet. in Chicago. There's a good chance of of uh, hail in, in in the form of yeah. bread. I know. Um, but Minnesota or something. You guys know Lee, who Lee Scratch Perry is? Greg uh, I feel like I've heard that name before. I'm not familiar. Yeah. now. There's he he passed away um, this morning. He was 85 years old. Uh, big producer, done uh, some of Bob Marley's very first recordings. There's mm-hmm. ab- actually a, f- a few albums out. Uh, um, Bob Marley versus Lee Scratch Perry. Um, but he was also a singer. He he done a knuckle boxing match. Uh, a bunch of stuff. But yeah, he uh, he passed away and no cause of death or anything like that. But I mean, like I said, he was 85 years old. I, was, I did see that pop up. I'm surprised but, they didn't jump straight to COVID. He was double well, vaccinated. Yeah, He's got to sweep it underneath the carpet. Yeah, I'm not hearing any um, COVID talk coming out of Jamaica, really. Yeah, they probably the IMF was like started to write the check. It was like, really? Do we need them? It's all that. Nah, it's, nah. it's all that nah. medical. It's all that medical marijuana. It's keeping. No, no. Weed's more legal a... up here than it is down there. They still have some pretty yeah. harsh, some pretty harsh mm-hmm. laws. There was a guy up here in uh, Buchanan County, West Virginia. That Pat Buchanan County. They uh, caught him with sixteen marijuana plants. And he, oh, no. they, they found, well, they found it with a helicopter. So like, they we're got, allowed to have that much. <laughs> they got six, 16 plants with a helicopter. Imagine the amount of money that they spent on fuel alone. <laughs> yeah. For that no helicopter. I, I've heard these numbers. It's the like fucking, thousands of dollars to keep yeah. a police helicopter up in the air every hour. 
the hundred thousand dollars they paid the pilot a year just to fly the Mm -hmm. motherfucker, dude. Like for sixteen plants. Oh no, you couldn't. You can't have that. That's terrible. Well, you know what he told the cops when they came knocking at the door and and got his stuff. He said, "Thought it was tomatoes." I don't trust drug dealers. Is what he said. (laughs) <laughs> so you fucking bite the guy <laughs> i don't up here you you seriously have a good chance of getting fentanyl in your weed up here that's that's Jesus no joke yeah it is that bad um so yeah i don't, I don't blame people the on that shit man they do <laughs> my fentanyl waste weed that's why i said even, Gotta even be, imagine being that junkie even if i was mm. into the party scene and was into like cocaine and stuff like that i mean could you even trust that shit nowadays i mean it's, i don't it's, think so i mean it's insane yeah there's so many people i the stories around locally of people mm-hmm. i know that that like to get into the club scene and and like to do stuff like that you know and it's like there's fentanyl waste shit around here man and i mean mm-hmm. you snort that shit up you're used to doing your certain lines of cocaine or whatever else and you just do a little little you know what you're used to and it's got fentanyl in it and you're dead if you, if you, yeah if you're doing lines you could do a half of a key bump of fentanyl and it kill you you know yeah it's so, not I mean, really good if there's any in it at all it's not really going to matter how big the snorter you're laying down is going to be well yeah that, well no that's what i'm saying but imagine it it being like even 10% fentanyl and the amount that you've gotten a half gram or whatever. And, right. you know, putting, putting two decent, decent size lines out and uh, taking those to the dome. And is, you're, I'll you're cross done. that bridge when I get to if, it. Uh, as, as Hammer has said multiple times, unironically, weaponized fucking drugs, dude. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's not a drug; it's a weapon. It's yeah, a it's, fucking weapon, it, dude. It, it really is. This is for the fifth generational, multi-dimensional warfare. I can't I think got going on here. I can't think of a worse thing, honestly. Like, no. I mean, you you can do meth, you can do heroin, heroin, mm-hmm. you heroin. can fucking do all kinds of shit, man, and it, and not, none of it, none of it, in my there's opinion, nothing worse. compares to to fentanyl. That shit's the no. worst shit you can ever fucking do. There's no, there's no reason for it. It's, it's, it was like, it's, I don't know. It's like they came out with a gasoline that if you put in your tank it would just blow your car up. It's not really well, fucking I mean, gasoline. <laughs> they they do use it in surgeries. I know they did a heart catheterization on me, and well, uh, and they use it they to get, get everybody on the fucking yeah. ventilators. They get, yeah. They, yeah, but they gave me uh, medical comas. fentanyl and Versed whenever um, they did that heart catheterization. And not but, to give any credence to the medical world, but I mean, yeah. you know, it is in a controlled environment where they're giving you, mm-hmm. a, you know, a dose they know isn't going to fucking kill you. Well, well, <laughs> he, no, no. At the same time on that, they give fentanyl in micrograms not milligrams there's been a lot of instances where people have did a quick once over on it saw milligram instead of microgram and shot people up and killed them just like uh there was that that blood thinner or something that they gave uh one of the actor's kids like a tenolol or something like that i'm not sure but it was supposed to be in uh micrograms and they ended up giving them like a hundred times the dose or something because they gave them like two vials in microgram or, or, or in milligrams instead of micrograms. 
Um, and there was a big lawsuit on that. I can't remember what, what actor that was, but it was a big name movie actor, but he had twins and it happened to, I think one of the kids, I'm not, I don't think that they died. I think that they caught it in time and were able to do something, but still, you know, I mean, people make mistakes are human, you know, especially a nurse working a yeah, 12 hour read shift a doctor's or handwriting. Or yeah, exactly. So I do think that, especially with the computer systems that they have now, they should really revamp and rework systems to to have double checks on things like that. Like if they're scanning things to where, you know, an extra box pops up on their little cart on the computer and says, hey, this is supposed to be in micrograms or, you know, don't make a mistake. But Let's put that on the list behind actually curing stuff and not killing a quarter million exactly. people every year. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that, I double that's... check double check your numbers third that's the danger of shit with that kind of potency though mm -hmm. i mean you know yeah. it's like it, it's like uh, you know a few micrograms of that shit will kill somebody you load them up with milligrams they're really fucking they're dead they're yeah they, there's Super, not enough narcan in the world to fucking take care of that yeah that, that, that second iv bag better be just straight narcan <laughs> all the fentanyl they're shooting into them yeah i mean and it's like dusty said on the previous show um you know, with the people who they they found in their fucking home, they barely mm -hmm. got the plunger halfway down with the yeah. dope in their arm. And they're Dirt. done. Yeah, well, I wonder Fun. if they just OD'd, for, uh, like just taken out of the bag, just skin contact. That's ever yeah. seen all the EMT it, guys. Yeah, it happens. Cops and shit. Yeah, I I'll mean, it's, it, yeah. With have cops. either of y'all done fentanyl? No, no, no I won't. I did never do that shit. Well, I mean, not not like streetwise, uh, just even in a hospital setting. No, like no, that. absolutely. I don't not. believe. So. I'm telling you, I've I've used the patches before. Um, I've chewed on the patches before, which is a, a no no. Um, there there is nothing like it. Nothing in the world like it. Uh, it's eighty to hundred times more potent than morphine. They they actually use morphine as the gold standard. Um as far as opiates go and then compare everything else to morphine. But like I said, 80 to hundred times more potent. Um, if you have a pain, I'll put it like this. If you break your back, snap it in half and somebody will shoot you up with 20 micrograms of fentanyl, you could do cartwheels and not fill it. That's no joke. I mean, it, it is insanely powerful. Now, you get into the <clears throat> more powerful type of fentanyl that's not used like the car fentanyl, which is used for like elephants and stuff like that. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine the street level, what that stuff feels like. Um, but I bet they, I mean, even with the tolerance, you know, it's, it's just dangerous. It, it should not be around. I, I see where there's a use for it in the medical industry, but at the same time, um it's it's just something that i wish somebody never stumbled across it or tried inventing it or anything like that it's it's Weaponized something it's it. yeah it's <laughs> taken so many lives it does not deserve to be around uh and i really think something that surprises me let's let's look at what they did back during the uh the reagan administration with um the hard cocaine and the three strikes laws and things like that I don't understand why they haven't put out some type of uh, crazy harsh legislation on street fentanyl. I just, I don't understand that. 
uh it's almost like they to... they want people on it because you know the the, know. C- the cia like slings it intentional <laughs> well almost there, like they're doing this on purpose there was a podcaster i'm not sure who it was they were um basically talking about opiates and putting it into your bloodstream but it was the way that they were tying things together was i i think kind of in a biblical sense of how the opiates what they were getting at was it was a way to basically take your soul or take over your soul but but everything that the opiates do to your body they were tying it into like i said biblical references and i wish that i would have saved that podcast or could even remember who it was but because uh, I can't go into detail on what he was saying. I mean, I, I get what he was saying at the time. I just can't put the, the detail in it, to everything that he was putting it in together. Um, but it was interesting what, what he had to say about it. And I do remember it was a guy. But if anybody remembers. <laughs> oh, oh, right. With that information. Yeah. That information. No, get out there. Well, no, 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 no. If, right. if anybody remembers anything like that, um, I don't think it was a crow triple seven, but it was somebody that we would listen to um, that was kind of in this community, but um, they were talking about it like with the Satanistic rituals and the elites and basically the elites were the ones that were wanting to, to do it, to make people slower, uh, to dumb them down uh, and just make them like kind of like drones. But they were saying that it's it's basically it's the like turducken. the equivalent of sucking your soul out of your body. <laughs> it's uh, it's the turducken from Supernatural, dude. Well, like, what you're through through opioid addiction, they're like creating a channel for people to be. I don't know if we're speaking in purely spiritual, in the purely spiritual arena, for people to be possessed by entities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what they were getting at too. I mean. And you're, what you're talking about like uh addiction bringing on a chemical change mm-hmm. in people's brains i wonder if that's like the medical observation of that process like they've uh maybe pushed their own soul out of their body or they've just reprogrammed themselves to accept um possession it's um, all possible it's the higher levels of influence uh who knows yeah so did did you listen to Scott from Truthzilla, his story yesterday that he put out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I sent hammer, that to you, Hammer, too, today. Did you listen to it, Hammer? Not the whole thing. Oh, so you at least get the gist of it. I'll, I'll give the audience. I, I actually uh, retched out to him last night. Um, Joe Joe was nice enough. You know, I asked Joe if he uh, had any contact info for him because I'd sent him a message on Discord back in, like, June or July and um on truthzilla's discord and he never even read it and joe said that basically he's not a big social media guy but had sent him a text and i guess uh, he said he would uh i could have his number so i talked with him last night um he was a uh, substance abuse counselor and uh he's not said where or anything but he got fired over an email that he sent uh, to everybody in the company once they they got an email talking about how uh, basically 
they were going to bring back mask mandates. And uh, he sent kind of a smart ass message back in a reply all type from his uh, proton mail that he thought was untraceable, but it turned out uh, he had used that proton mail account for something else. And I guess the IT guys were able to trace it back. So um, he was all, I can't remember word for word what the, uh, the email that he replied back to said, but it was something along the lines of, uh, so the jabs don't work and the mask don't work, but we're going back to the mandates. Gotcha. You know, and uh, that apparently caused a shitstorm. So they started digging around. They changed policy on uh, the way that they could they could send messages and stuff through the company. And they took out basically where you could uh, just click and send it to everyone in the company. He found a way around it and was able to um, send a message to everybody. And uh, I think that it was just talking about uh, vaccine type stuff. So well, long story he- short, I was to say real quick, he he uh, he found the way to skirt around it to send people information on exemptions. Um, how yeah, to, how yeah, become, exemptions. Yeah, you know, religiously, religiously exempt. exempt. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and they basically came in and fired him over uh, like a breach of their technology policy, I guess, since they actually changed the policy bullshit. on them. Which yeah, it's it's complete bullshit. <laughs> TOS violation. You're yeah. heard. Yep. Heard. But uh, he's going on uh, The Last American Vagabond tomorrow, actually. And uh, I think he's probably going to end up outing the company that fired him and um, telling about some other nefarious things that are going on there within the company. Um, and one of the biggest things, especially at the end of uh, the episode where it was just him, it's about a 30 minute long episode just explaining everything. You know, he was saying that being, you know, an, an addiction counselor, he's worried about the people that were his clients. You know, he'd been working with some for a while, was finally starting to make some breakthroughs with these people. And basically they're going to be the ones that are suffering the most because of, uh, you know, like uh, internal politics that are going on within the company. Oh no, COVID's and, more severe than heroin addiction. I know, I know exactly. But um, I would implore anybody to go out and listen. It's not the latest episode. It would have been the one that came out last night. Like I said, it's only uh, thirty or thirty-five minutes long. It's just Scott, but it—I uh, can't remember the title of it exactly. But it says something about Scott explains, you know. Um, but he did lose his job so he has a um it's not a gofundme but uh you can go to give send go backslash no vax with two x's and um there's a fund there um that i know last night i looked and it had like 685 dollars on it when i looked at it uh 12 people had gave already so i'm not one to to push a lot of things like that but at it's the same cause. time, it, it really is. He's the, when I initially messaged him, I told him that uh, he was uh, actually walking the walk. He's the first person 
that I've personally heard has stood up to something like that. Um, and he knew what the consequences could be. So, you know, um, if you want to give, give. Uh, but at, at least go over and listen to uh, listen to that episode. And especially if, if you're in a place where you're worried about the possibility of a mandate coming down and you losing your job, um, I know in the links on YouTube for that episode, there's uh, links that will take you to uh, the material that you can read and then forms that you can use for religious exemptions. And basically the way that he was saying, and I think he's going to talk more about it tomorrow on last American vagabond. And he's going to be on our show Sunday night. Um, he was actually willing to come on tomorrow night, but we're, we're just going to go ahead and shoot for Sunday. Um, kind of short notice thing, you sure. know, so potential surprise guest yeah <laughs> next sunday but um basically he was saying that you it doesn't have to be an established religion for you to to pull this uh card it nope. can be just a strongly held belief or conviction and uh, i got you, those <laughs> exactly exactly i got so, those about a few things uh, i know that i'm right and they're wrong <clears throat> So, yeah, like I said, if you guys want to give anything, it's give, send, go, backslash, no vax, two X's. And then it's uh, Truthzilla podcast. Yeah. And it they've ain't, got a it, it pretty ain't good following those, and good shows. And it ain't one of those situations either where you, you got to worry about where the money's going to. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's it's a good cause. You know, it ain't it ain't one of those, why the preacher got to have five cars? Why the preacher got to yeah, exactly. have five cars? Just give. <laughs> just you know red cross or any of these other major charitable organizations mm -hmm. that only like less than one percent of all, all the money they take in actually makes it towards you know, like the charitable yeah. aspect of their business everything else is you know giving million dollar salaries to the organizers and sending them off on vacation throwing big mm -hmm. parties and you know probably funding child trafficking and drug smuggling and a bunch well, of other nasty shit. I'll say this too. Scott Scott uh has dealt with addiction, has gotten clean and he decided to go into a profession to help people that doesn't pay great. Um you know, so that should alone should tell you like the 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 type of person that he is. Um and everybody knows because especially once you start going to school for like um, health and human services, they'll tell you that the pay is horrible, you know, and a lot of people ask you, why, why are you doing this? You know, a lot of people end up paying way more on their education than. Well, it's uh, a passion profession. Exactly. It is. So, uh, like I said, that's, that should just <clears throat> tell people kind of the person that Scott actually is. And, uh, I've never heard anybody say anything bad about him. So, well, and this is one of those cases too, where, you know, this is, this is behavior that should be encouraged. And, uh, yeah. and you know, I'm, I'm like dusty, you know, typically I wouldn't ever say, you know, go out and do this GoFundMe type thing or do this or do that. But I mean, you know, you, you have a case where a guy 
gives a shit about people. And like Dusty said, you know, doing it for very little money. Um, who nut up and shut up about his principles. And that should, yeah. uh, you know, that once again, that should tell you exactly what kind of person this guy is. Um, right. And especially in a time that we need as many people standing up and yeah. standing their ground as possible. So one of the things exa- he- when these people actually decide to do that, they deserve support. I exactly. Mean. And what, one of the things that he even said, like his main concern is that like the company that he works for they're requiring their uh their people to like the the clients coming in to be vaccinated so if you're a heroin addict yeah you're you're putting garbage into your body i understand it but you you don't want to take a vaccine and you got to think too a lot of these people's immune systems are shit at the time that they're in active addiction you know who knows uh, what that shot is going to do to them uh, with having a shit immune system. So to I get in like, bed, I feel like heroin's, clean, I feel like heroin's a better option than the. I was just going to say, oh, like I would, yeah. I would do street heroin every goddamn day rather than the mm-hmm. jab. Like I'll start a hair, a serious heroin heroin problem today. I, I feel better about it than I ever would. Take I'm right there with you, a hundred percent. And that's, I mean that. Yeah, it's funny saying it, but that's in all seriousness. That's no joke. I would rather do heroin, yeah. and I would be happy about it, and I would yeah. brag about it. Say, so, oh, hey, no, I don't, I don't need, I don't need no, a job. But I did I'm a bag heroin. of heroin. Heroin. <laughs> 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 nah, bro, nah, bro, I'm riding that horse. <laughs> that white pony. <laughs> Giddy up on that white that pony. Pharmaceutical bullshit. But yeah, another thing we've talked about, Ron Christian and the last yep. American vagabond many a times and um, him and Scott are going to be recording tomorrow. And I, I can't remember what days uh, Q laugh comes out. It might come out Tuesday and they might be recording tomorrow or it may come out tomorrow sometime, but he is going to be recording with him. So I suggest uh, everybody, you know, go and listen to that. If, uh, if you care anything about, you know, the, uh, the entire situation, Ryan, my God, and I've said it a bunch of times, but the uh, the information that he puts out, um, besides Dale Bigtree, I can't think of anybody else that is that is putting out like good, solid information, especially in the amount that they're putting out. Yeah, besides T Lav, the amount of crap him and his crew does is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's anybody who does. Yeah, I mean, in, in you know, I, I've heard uh, Charlie say this as well. I don't think there's anybody who puts out more shit than they do. You know, like that does it better. Um, yeah, I, and I, it's not, it's not recycling either. I mean, yeah, no, uh, it's 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 on the ground floor journalism. You know, on, yeah, on he's not sense. just pushing out uh, clickbait. I'm, he's putting out solid material every time he, uh, you know. Or something online. It's also like a three and a half hour investment. Yeah. (laughs) The only thing that kills me about T-Lav is how fast he talks. He is (laughs) given so much information so quickly. Uh, There's been a bunch of times that I've had to go back and listen to segments because I didn't catch everything that he was saying. Um, So he's just, he's on, on the ball with it. Um, 
And like I said, it's solid, solid, solid information. So <laughs> there was actually, he, he, a... <laughs> des he deserves an award. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But he'll end up getting put in the gulag. Yep. <laughs> that will be his award. I think that's hey, pretty you hilarious. Did such a good job. Imprisonment. Watching an episode of, uh, or listening to an episode of Macroaggressions. Mm. Someone left him at a, a review, at Charlie a review that said he talks too fast. <laughs> like, what? Who told Charlie? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think he like puts out. It's like clearly, like you're saying, you don't listen to Last American Vacuum. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I never. That's that rapid never fire, Charlie. Dude. Yeah, like, oh, this I mean, guy yeah. Talks too fast. Sitting, <laughs> listening, Charlie, be like sitting with your grandpa in a rocking chair and listening <laughs> to one of his stories, especially compared to Ron. Ron is like the 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 micro machines guy from the commercials back in yeah. the late eighties and nineties. Ryan's like, a double barrel shit machine gun on uh, just yeah. just with the trigger held down, dude. I mean, you're getting it. You're getting it as fast and hard as you can yeah. fucking get it, dude. Ryan needs to be one of the guys <laughs> that that does like the uh, the legal advisement at the end of a uh, a radio commercial for like a car dealership. That's what the, he needs to be doing. List the side it. effects for reading the, read, <laughs> read the fine print like at six, the end six of the pages. Yeah, yeah. yeah Twelve seconds print. to do six pages. Yeah, one of those one of those deals where we're not legal for this and blah 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 blah. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, but it it's I mean it's good it's good man it's it's solid fucking information. Um, yeah, I I I think just about every podcaster out there in the community agrees that uh, I I don't think any anybody does it better than they do. Uh, you know than 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 Last American Vagabond. You know, I think that's uh, no. You know, I mean you you're gonna get the information. You're gonna get it in depth. You're gonna get yeah. fast. Uh, Whether you hold on to it is up to you. Yeah. <laughs> who who was the girl? I can't remember her name. She she lived in a Brazil. That's working with him now. Oh, um, uh, she talks like this. Yeah, the investigation wasn't reporter. based and really informative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't think of her name. To save my life right now. She's got, wait, she's got a little bit more of that uh vocal fry. Talks like yeah. this. Uh, not Wendy. Wendy. No, it may be Wendy. Um, can't think of the last name, but my God, she's she, great too. But she she's great. Like yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the, only, the only thing that kills me is her voice. But yeah, but the uh, the investigative work that she does, my lord, she is on top of stuff. So she's she's really really good. Um, I have to. Yeah, it's funny how the uh, the real crazy. the real good journalists nowadays are, you know, independent. Not not anywhere associated with the uh, mainstream press whatsoever. Yeah, mm -hmm. the, the, the chances are they didn't go to J school or something stupid. Well, I mean, it, it's you know, like I said, I have a background in journalism, and you know, I can't have any respect for uh, the people that they parade around as journalists nowadays. Yeah, um, these these aren't journalists; these are people. Whitney Webb. Whitney Webb. Whitney Webb. Yep. Yeah, these, these are people who are you know, regurgitating uh, scripts that they're told. There's there's no such thing as, you know, on-the-ground, hardcore investigative journalist in the mainstream media. Uh, it's a joke. Uh, they're no, That's how Vice sells themselves, and they're just, just as much of a propagandist as any other fucking news outlet. 
all your best journalists are going to be in independent media. That's all there is well, to it. You're only well, journalists. Chunk, Chunk. Chunk. He, he really does the uh, him <laughs> and everybody at the Young Turks do a fantastic job. Oh, TYT is the best there is, let me tell you. Chuck Uecker. <laughs> that big fucking so, gorilla of a man. <laughs> there was another another uh big bang over in afghanistan today i uh, heard um and it, to me it looks like it was a drone strike but that's what they're saying it was a u.s orchestrated drone strike mm-hmm. maybe they'll a, get a uh, maybe they'll get a nobel peace prize maybe they'll get a peace prize for it uh, he, they're supposed to give it to him before he started droning people yeah you know, like he had to do, his okay. first six hours of doing nothing in office would have been a good time to mm-hmm. give oh, Biden yeah. the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, that that reminds me of a certain Barack Hussein Obama who just yep. sat in office and got a Nobel Peace Prize and then commenced a bombing children in third world yeah. countries relentlessly. It's oh, something to move the humanity out of war. You'll never have to stop then. Something that really bothers me is. I guess people with blinders on that they they blindly trust the government with with all of this medical information that's coming out. We have to do this <laughs> because the government's saying everything. But then that same government that's telling us everything had 20 years to deal with Afghanistan, 20 years, and they botched it, and look what's going on. But yet those same people will sit and talk <laughs> shit about about this presidency and this administration and how they dropped the ball but yet they're still just following right along with oh shutdowns okay mandates oh yeah definitely we need that so there's no competency there's no competency with these people yeah Uh, like somebody to point out the something that the government's been involved in that hasn't been a completely dishonest clusterfuck nothing anything nothing anything lifetime of experience yeah everything i've seen more dishonest clusterfuck i've seen more competency out of teenage kids at a fucking starbucks running the show yeah yeah (laughs) i've told people many times name one government program just one government program that has actually worked and been efficient still wait needle return programs yeah, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait on that uh, one too. The needle yeah. return programs. I think those. I think well, I'll no, be. Because I think I'll be in the fucking grave. Right, they're not government. Take yeah. it back. <laughs> or they work. That should have been a clear sign. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't everything, man. I don't understand. I mean, I really don't understand where people rely on the government for anything. I mean, I fuck! I work for the, the I work for strangers. the government on a fucking city level, and it's incompetent. Do you think yeah, running an entire you running an entire country and international affairs they're going to be any better? Yeah, no. It's the same thing all the way up. It's just people it's just, avoiding work and passing the buck. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's chains and chains and chains upon fucking chains of people who just pass the buck along collect the fucking paycheck from American taxpayers and could give a fuck less about anything else that goes on. These people are not your friend. They're not competent. They can't fucking perform simple tasks. 
They're all fucking cokeheads. They're all, you know, into fucking whores and doing everything else. They're just garbage Nerds, people. Bitches. They're good garbage, kind of garbage people. people. Mm-hmm. And they're not the good people. Yeah, they're not the good garbage people. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could I think I could rely on, you know, the local street fucking coke dealer better than I could any of these people, you know. Remember that episode of uh fam not family guy, but uh King of the Hill when Hank was going and buying crack for fishing bait? <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, was yeah. an episode. Yes, he was. <laughs> he was buying crack off the street as fishing bait. In the bass, word. How do you get that on a hook? Fish scales. Reminds me bum fights, bobbing, bobbing for crack, and the fucking. <laughs> Yeah, you fucking cast that and you just see the hobo uh, jump off the bridge diving after it. God damn it, Bobby. Uh, you damn like, my it, damn crack instead of letting me use it for the bass bait. That plot Bro, is so outlandish it sounds made up. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, it's there. It's funny. It is Only Mike funny Judge episode. could come up with something like that. That yeah. man's a genius. Oh, uh, well, Russell, yeah. I guess there there's a little bit of a lag on our YouTube, but He's talking about the government, and they eat babies. So. Yeah, who would trust that? <laughs> yeah. Not only are they complete fuck-ups, but they're eating your kids, too. They ain't wrong. They're trafficking your kids. Wrong. Yeah. To eat. Well, the, the correlation <laughs> of missing children in the D.C. area, I mean, it, Just, it's, it's, it's really high. It is really high. I can't remember. why the numbers, even the ones that you know, just run away. It's mm-hmm. still like hundreds of thousands of kids unaccounted for every fucking yeah. year. Yeah. Maybe they're getting dragged down to the subterranean lizard bases. I was I was scrolling on Facebook last night. And sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I don't do it often. And this is why. This is why. Because I see shit like this. There was a girl that had made a post. And I guess she had to delete that post and make another post about how she had to delete her post. Because she was saying something along the lines in her post of how it sucks that she has to worry about her safety and stuff like this. And because she's a woman, she can't go out fishing by herself or go out kayaking or something like that. That's the, that's the thing. All these guys started commenting and saying that she needed to get a gun or learn self-defense yeah. or something. And then, it, but her post was saying that, it's sad she's all like that if if you're the one saying get a gun or i need to do this and that then you don't get it you're part of the problem no i'm not i'm not part of the problem because she was basically saying that no other man would tell a man to take a gun with him when he was going fishing or out into the woods or anything like that my cousin i take a fucking gun first thing i fucking say i know like i feel really unsafe when i'm fishing yeah i take a fucking gun when i go to the gas station i know i take a gun everywhere you wouldn't tell me that about well no because i'd assume you'd already have one yeah my my cousin russell who's in chat he'll tell you right now I have asked him multiple times about him going out into the woods and stuff by himself if he carries a gun with him. You know, like when I first moved up here. 
I do it all the time to guys like, oh, I'm going to go look for yeah. ginseng or whatever. Oh, Same. okay. So you're going to be looking for a route that costs a lot of money and be out in the woods where you could run into God knows who out there in the middle of nowhere. And I ask, well, one, do you carry a firearm with you? And two, do you tell somebody where you're going and what time you'll be back in case something happens to you? You know? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, yeah, I, I tell guys that all the time. And I'm a fairly big guy. I worry about my own safety when I'm out alone, especially if I was going out into the woods by myself or going out to a lake somewhere. Especially after there, 411. I'm, I'm, yes. Just, yes. Like that, man. It's just like run into a big buck during run, rutting season. You could get yeah, in trouble even, with that even shit. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Everything out there animal, can kill you. Critter. Yeah. A rabid raccoon jumped Fuck, on yeah. my face. Or like you three non rabid ones get into yeah. their head to team up on you. You can still be fucked. Yes. Attacked and murdered by three raccoons. But the the problem is, is is women like that. Like I was I was going to comment and I'm like, nope, I'm not even just walk away from that. Yeah. I was gonna walk away because I'm the type of guy like women that know me would tell you I'm I'm not the one that's that's texting all the time all thirsty, trying to get nude pictures from them and shit like that. (laughs) Send bobs. Yeah, if you no, act, he, j- he just does that with me and Hammer. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, I tell you, you, you're gonna be disappointed every time, <laughs> man. Yeah, but if you act like you're not fucking thirsty like that, you have a way better chance on on getting a woman than you ever would. I don't know if it's guys that act like that is why these women think that every man's a rapist, or if it's just the propaganda that's on TV that they think this or, or whatever. But well, I personally, the the women that I know that have been raped or molested, it's been by family members. It's not been by some random guy out at the lake when a girl was fishing, you know? Well, like, well, I just I, don't I, understand why they have this mindset. I don't know about you, but nowadays with the climate that we're in, fuck, I'm afraid to go to a a, a girl at the fucking bar and just say, "Hey, I, I your your dress looks really good on you," you know, yeah. and like strike up a conversation because mm-hmm. you're a fucking pervert all of a sudden. I mean, they're like, yeah, I think people are are less apt nowadays to do crazy shit like that mm-hmm. than 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 they ever have been. But I do of, too. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I'll open doors for women like. Honestly, if I, there's a few lakes around here that have like walking trails around them, right? If I went to one of those and saw a girl <laughs> out there stalking by, zone. <laughs> by herself, I would walk past and in passing, never missing a beat, say, hey, how are you doing? Keep walking, you know, like, but for some reason that girl would be terrified. And if she did have a firearm, she'd, she'd be, you know, hand right on the firearm because I'm crazy serial rapist or something out there at the lake i just i I don't get it i just don't get this mindset where like where they're getting this from but they've been programmed to be afraid of well fucking everything yeah but that you're part of the problem i just god almighty that that irks me more than anything telling a woman to be capable of self or you know it's a good idea to be capable of defending yourself yeah making you part of the problem is like okay do you want a man there to protect you maybe you shouldn't go outside if it makes you so scared i walk these trails and don't ever kill a single woman ever 
<laughs> I hear you not using your time well. Mm-hmm. But, no, I I don't see how that's part of the problem though. That's a solution. If if, if I know, I've said it time and time and time and time a fucking again. All of these fucking women, especially women who fall on the left side of things, mm-hmm. you know, who they're, have they're, surrounded themselves with rapists. They're the ones yes. beta yeah. soy cucks, or they're the ones Ew. who complain about this kind of shit. All men are rapists. All this and mm-hmm. that, whatever else. Well, why and don't outdoors you, is racist? Well, well, well. Why don't you bring the fucking equalizer? Yeah. If you're yeah. afraid, if you're afraid that, to go outside and do whatever you do, and, and frankly. A lot of these fucking leftists live in big cities and shit, so I don't blame them for being a little bit fucking scared of shit like this. But it's like, as a woman, having a gun is a fucking equalizer. You know, you, yeah, the you keep that, ever happened to women. You keep that firearms. shit. You keep that shit on your waist. You keep it in your purse. You do whatever. Some guy tries to do something shady to you. You pull that motherfucker out. Mm-hmm. Blow him away. Carry two. Carry four. Yeah, I, I, you I know, carry I four. Mean, it's open I carry, carry all of them. Just like, well, which one I am I going two, for? Which one am I going? Going? And I'm sorry, I don't care what anybody says. You know, call it sexist, call it whatever. But a woman has inferior strength to a man, and the mm-hmm. equalizer to that, the the way you change that, is to carry a firearm yeah. as a fucking woman. Fucking gun. You know, if, if a man's trying to fucking attack you or do something, and this is coming from a man. If a man's trying to attack you or rape you or harass you or do whatever, having a fucking firearm is the way that you yeah. you equalize that situation, that you deal yeah. with it. Don't mag, ladies. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, it's kind of like if, if you don't want something to happen and then to rely on a jury, then just bring a judge. Get you one of those tourist judges, a 410-45 long God Goddamn, pepper know? him in the face with some 410 shells. They'll leave you mm-hmm. alone. Real fucking quick. His dread. Yep. Actually, those Judge Twos, you can use that uh, 454 Castle on them, and that is a round right there. 454 Castle is a nasty fucking mm-hmm. round. You'll put a It'll, hole in uh, somebody. Yes. <laughs> That's a hot fucking Don't hesitate round. long enough for them to get in close like they're doing all of the fucking movies. You're just like, let them talk until they're mm-hmm. in, they can reach the gun. Just shoot that fucker as soon as he starts to take the first step. Don't give them a, for, a half a breath. Just bow. But they they seriously act like and and I I do think that these guys that are just hopping into inbox after inbox sending unsolicited dick pictures, sliding your you know, scumbags hundred times a day. Yeah, they're, they're scumbags. scumbags. They yeah, yeah well, they're sexual predators. So I'll go. For they they really scumbags. are. They, I mean, my God, that dude. That's that's insanity to me. Insanity to me that somebody would just. Hey, I don't know you. I just friends you on Facebook, but here's my wee wee. Uh, so I, I mean, think, you're you're a piece of shit. You're actually a sexual yeah. predator if you're doing that to women. I'm yeah. sorry. What's the Dutch saying? Pencil salesman, the clashers. You're not part of the problem. Uh, you fuck, are the problem. Fuck Corey is trying to solicit us right now. Look at him. I know. You're gonna get the Fed called on you, Corey. YouTube's <laughs> on to you. <laughs> You can't afford me. Wow, that just oh, man. that that <laughs> took a turn. I... <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, oh. I'm I'm with you, dude. Like a, a post like that is insane. I I don't see how that's part of the problem to offer a solution, yeah, a good solution. I and I think that the guys that were probably saying stuff were genuine on 
hey, protect yourself. Go out. Like, not just if you're going to the lake, if you're going to the gas station, like you said. I guess I carry a gun everywhere. My, I mean, my my answer was genuine. I mean, if a woman wants to go outside, she doesn't feel safe. She should probably get a fucking gun. Exactly. It's a tool. It is a tool. Yeah. You know? It's the greatest self-defense tool ever mm-hmm. made. You know, it's, it's at least until be... we have like blasters or <laughs> some yeah. shit from like yeah, Star Trek. force fields that stop the heart of any attacker as soon as they lay hands on you. I mean, one of those situations where, you know, it, it's better to have one to never use it than to be caught without one and need it, you know? So yeah, it's, it's not being a paranoid schizophrenic or some shit. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you don't know. You may live mm-hmm. in the safest town in all of America, and there might be that one fucking night you go down to the gas station to get a pack of smokes and a fucking drink or something, and some out-of-town fucking guy rolls in there and tries to rob the fucking place. You yep. know, I mean, you never there's know. There's bad people about. There's bad... <laughs> there's don't bad, say. Surprise, surprise, people. There's bad surprise, fucking people surprise. in the world. Um, and having a gun... Don't matter if you're the biggest brick shit house of a fucking man on the planet, the biggest mm-hmm. Chad Thundercock there fucking is. Uh, all that muscle, all that MMA training, all that shit in the world ain't gonna stop a bullet. The only thing that, that the only thing you have to defend yourself in that situation is a is a fucking gun. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, any, any in my opinion, any sane fucking person who has the legality, the means to do it, they're not felons or whatever. Should have a fucking firearm on them because, yeah. quite frankly, an armed society is a polite society. Mm-hmm. If people are, yeah. too, are, are, you know, if people know that the, the average populace in your area has a fucking gun on them at all times, not only will they not run their mouth, uh, they're not going to decide to do something fucking stupid like carjack you or try to rob yeah. the store you're in. Don't or... start none. Won't you know, be none. Rape some woman or whatever fucking else. Uh, they're not going to do it because they know they're going to get their ass shot. You know, here in West Virginia, we're a constitutional carry state. I literally assume that everybody I see in public has a gun under their shirt, just like I do. You know, that, that's that's just my my mindset when I go out. I mean, you know, that I feel like that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, people call it the, you know, it's crazy or it's the wild west or it's whatever. But it's like, you know, you're sitting in a bar in the wild west back in the day, and you try to do something fucking stupid. Everybody in that bar is gonna turn around and fucking point their revolver at you. You know, I mean, it, it's it's just yeah, yeah. Whether it's people like the joke about rib- robbing a gun store, everybody whether people uh, want to immediately admit it, has you trained. Whether people want to admit it or not, it's the it's the it's the the issue that I've had time and time again talking to people about gun rights and gun laws and all this other bullshit. Look, law-abiding citizens who have a fucking firearm on them who are not malicious people, who are not trying to go out and kill people, who are not trying to rob people, it is a hundred times safer to be in a society with those people Mm -hmm. armed than not. Criminals are going to do whatever the fuck they want. They don't care that they have a felony. And that no. the law says they can't have a gun because they have a felony. They don't care about you can't own a machine gun or whatever. They don't care about this or that or whatever the fuck else. Criminals are criminals because they're fucking criminals. They don't care about the law. So disarming a populace of law-abiding people 
is fucking mentally retarded. And you see it time and time again in every fucking liberal city that bans firearms, Chicago, you know, Los Angeles, all these other mm-hmm. places. Where's the highest gun, gun crimes in the entire country? It's all in these fucking cities <laughs> that, that ban firearms from law-abiding citizens. Because, wow, surprise, surprise, a criminal doesn't give a shit about the law. Man, I it blows my fucking mind. I, I couldn't have ever seen it, you know? Sergio had a dream last night that he was in a gunfight. I wonder if it was like the <clears throat> old West style gunfight, you know, or or like a we're ducking behind cars and uh he was at a urinal a sword fight. <laughs> I was gonna say I think I think he was in a gunfight with his port Ram Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> he was at a gunfight at Ram Ranch with his pork gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pull out this here hog's leg. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! For some I reason, I actually remembered my dream last night, and I reminded me why I'm very happy I don't remember any of my fucking dreams. <laughs> it's because you smoke that fucking dope all the time. Can't dream. Hey, man. I'm just protecting myself from myself. <laughs> I don't mind just waking up. Well, but the the gun shit's one of the things that I'd probably get the most heated about. Because I just it the the lack, it's no different than the mask shit or any of this other shit. The lack of actual fucking, you know, just just there's no logic behind any of it. It, It's just all emotional response to to fucking nonsensical stuff. Like, yep. Nobody sits down to think about, you know, how many people. Somebody think of the children. uh, How many people are in prison right now for for drugs? I mean, think about it like this. How many people are in prison right now for drug crimes? Most of them. (laughs) Yeah, I would probably argue the majority of people sitting in a fucking penitentiary right now are Mm -hmm. in there for drug crimes. That's the most widely spread illegal thing in our society. You you get harsh sentences for drug crimes. Hell, you have a little baggie of personal use meth or coke on your fucking person. You're going to prison for fucking 10 plus years. You know, uh, does that stop people from doing drugs? No. <laughs> no. no, it doesn't. It, it, they, it, they get drugs in prison. You they, know? Yeah, yeah there's right. no such thing as a drug-free prison. Yeah. Keep that in mind. So you're trying to tell me that the legislation you make against firearms is going to stop a criminal from fucking using it. This is the most absurd shit I've ever heard in my entire life. And then you want to disarm the law-abiding populace hashtag logic (laughs) there is none it doesn't exist these people are fucking mentally retarded don't care what anybody says you get all emotional about oh the kids got shot up at fucking school you know what arm the goddamn teachers put a put a safe in the fucking classroom train the teachers how to shoot a firearm you know how many kids are going to start shooting up the fucking school when every classroom, every teacher has a firearm and knows how to use it? Probably going to think about it twice. You know, it, it, it's one of those things where the only thing that stops, and it's a cliche, but it's, it's real. The only mm-hmm. thing that stops a bad fucking guy with a firearm is a good guy with a firearm. And that's just the facts about it. It happens like two and a half million times a year. Somebody with a carrying legal stops a crime mm-hmm. that never gets talked about. It's just uh, no, it's an not, amazingly it's common occurrence. 
it goes, yeah, it's, it's counter to the narrative. That's why mm-hmm. it gets ignored. But the amount of uh, occurrences of good people with guns stopping bad people with guns is fucking high. Yes. <laughs> it's really high. But yeah, they just want victims. They don't want they don't want uh, I don't know independent people. That's the society we live in. It, it's it's a it's a society full of fucking victimhood class people. And you look at the entire the victim left, hierarchy. You look at the entire left. That's their whole narrative. It's victimhood. Oh, I, I, you're racist against. Oh, uh, transphobic. Oh, this and that. Uh, you're disabled, phobic, or you're this or that. I mean, it's all. It's a victimhood complex society. There's more people who want to be a fucking victim than be on top, and and it's insane to me. You know, I I don't ever want to be a victim. That's why I walk around with a fucking gun on my waist. Plain and simple. Nature is racist. This reminds me of that other article. It feels like it's recycled too. Maybe it's, it must have come out about a year ago the first time, but it was uh, it was like making the outdoors not racist for black people or whatever. Like, you know, I can't imagine anybody other than some white blue haired liberal is writing all of these articles. Um, but claiming that like kayaking and hiking and rock climbing and all these other things are, are racist activities that make black people feel uncomfortable. I would suggest to them, get a gun. If you feel uncomfortable when you're outside doing stuff, get a gun. Yeah. I don't understand how it's racist because, uh, you know, anytime I go out to a camping site or go hiking or go fishing, surprise, surprise. I see minority groups all over the place doing that stuff. And nobody, yeah, the, nobody's messing with them. Nobody cares. No, no. <laughs> it was just a ridiculous notion. Where are these places? In fact, statistically, the safest place for, let's say, a black adult male to be is out in the woods. <laughs> On a hiking trail. On a hiking trail. It's probably like he's never with, been safer in his entire life. With all the granola-eating fucking soy boy hipsters out there walking around mm-hmm. with their fucking bags. Yeah, right. On. You might run into some trust fund kids. Look out. Oh, God. It's just Hong Kong. Clown world. All this shit is just fucking ridiculous. It's not going to get smarter anytime soon. It doesn't seem like we're going to... Are you guys ever... You have one of these at like a mall or something. It was You put the penny in and it's just that big... Uh, mm-hmm. convict thing it spins around it yeah. seems like we're that last little bit and it's not we're not dropping boom, any boom, further boom, in boom, 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 boom. yeah it's yeah. just spinning around that bottom part it's taking for fucking ever i try to get it. like six of them going at the same time yeah. in the two different slots you know battle pennies but we're the, the way this sort of the sort of global narrative is going right now it's i i have I'd put equal odds on them succeeding as I would them completely falling apart. It seems so haphazard. Even when trying to apply intention behind some of these things, it just seems so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in countries like America. I mean, they're doing what they're doing in Australia and seemingly getting away with it or just yeah. ignoring all the pushback that's happening over there. But Yeah, Sue uh, sent me a lot, well, a few different uh, videos of stuff going down in australia this morning 
that I was watching. Liquor wow. store live. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine if they tried to pull a lot of that stuff here. I mean, you could get away with it in locations like San Francisco and a bunch yeah, of yeah, these yeah. other places probably line up for that sort of treatment. It's like, oh, we have to stay in our houses. It's the right thing to do. We're we're good citizens. Saving grandma. Fuck. Don't kill your grandma. grandma. <clears throat> there was a guy. Um, there was a woman. I don't remember what her name was. They called her Boots. Um, that lived like across the creek in the road from me. Were, were they made um, for walking? Rick. Probably. Um, but her, she's she's been dead for years. Her son was born in 1952, and he passed away. And his funeral was yesterday. Relatively good health. Took the jab. Blood clot. Two days later. Yep. Man, I watched it. I don't know if, uh, I, like if it was actually linked to it, but I watched just a quick video of somebody dissecting a brain that had died. Of oh, a person yeah. who had died to blood clots. I think I, right sent, down the middle. I think I sent that to you. Uh, no, I, I was watching another on four videos. Well, fuck you. Uh, websites. <laughs> but it was just like the whole inside of the brain. Yeah. Just these massive fist-sized blood clots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God, I'm never going to be able to get that image out of my head. But if that's what this is doing to people, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It's like um, the Spars document said, it may not be six yep. months. It may not be a year if they're going to push it till everybody gets the mm-hmm. the jab. And then uh, after everybody's got it and the shit starts hitting, it ain't going to matter no more because everybody's got it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it has it's, to be you're like, why the last man except all the women are dead, too? It's not going to be much fun. I, I think you know what? Yeah, the next year is going to be fucking nuts. I think it's counterintuitive, though, in a way, because all the base people are going to be left. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe uh, they're, I mean, they're, all the, they're all the, ritualistic all the insanity. The they love sacrificing it. their own. They got to get people to walk to the Wicker Man on their own free will. Uh, it's not the same sort of energy if they're drag kicking and screaming. They got to put themselves in, in that inferno. It's like. Uh, um, well, like Scott from Truthzilla said, I think a, a, a lot, uh, at least everybody sitting here on this podcast can agree, we'll die on that fucking hill. I'm not going to yeah. get it. Yeah. You're, you're no, not, yeah, yeah. Uh, you it's going to be, gonna be with, lead. You can threaten me <laughs> with the job loss. You can threaten me with this and that and whatever. I'll fucking die on that hill. I don't give a shit. You're not putting yeah. that shit in my we're, fucking we're in the We're in the land of no compromise with this shit. I mean, my line is been drawn in the sand it's just you know the people who would you know make me pay for that haven't noticed yet um so you know we'll see how that goes that's one of those things too like people need to you know I, sorry to say but we're in a time where uh you know you, you know people need to start drawing their line uh their line in the sand and uh mm-hmm. and and not letting people cross it because uh you know they're gonna push further and further and further, and they're gonna yeah. see just how far they can get with it. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm hunkering down and uh, defending my line, and uh, that's as far as I'm gonna go with saying about that. But yeah, you know that that's not something I'm gonna do. Um, I'm already a vaccine damaged person. 
you know, uh, my my mother is a vaccine damaged person. Um, so is mine. You know, these th- this isn't this isn't a fucking joke to me. It isn't a joke to people I know. Um, you know, it's not schizo. It's not conspiracy. It, it it's a fact. There's a reason there's a vaccine damage trust fund by mm-hmm. the federal government because. It's going to be so, fucking bankrupt this time, this surprise, year. Surprise, surprise. Uh, there's plenty of people throughout America and throughout the world who are completely damaged by this shit. And you want to start talking about, you know, virtue signaling to race and all this other stuff. Why don't we talk about, you know, Tuskegee, um, you know, experimenting on the black community. How fucking racist is that? How vile is that shit? And uh, you you want you want the black community to uh, willingly take your vaccine after all the shit you've done to them, all the racist, vile fucking shit you've done to them. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're not gonna get those people to do that shit either. Also, the ones that have been paying attention to what they've been pulling over the past few years with all this racial division nonsense, yeah. they've completely gotten sick of the just endless bullshit. I mean. Uh, the pandering. I'm insulted. You alive there, Dusty? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I thought you were frozen. You were just kind of like, no, no. <laughs> just thinking, maybe I just I dropped a fucking nuclear truth bomb and you're just in awe or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh man! Well, boys, uh, sing nonsense. I feel like we're we're winding yeah. down a bit here tonight. I'm gonna do a quick impression. Just fill in for a second. God damn it, Bobby! How the hell did you fail English? You speak the language. Damn. Boy, I'll tell you what. There. What is your? Who am I? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! Why is Ted? Strange <laughs> <laughs> thing about this guy—he had square eyes. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, that was very obvious when you put the hood up. Well, that, was <laughs> that, was old, that was that was old Teddy boy. <laughs> well, just, just I. Uh, I remember uh, Norm. There was an SNL sketch with Norm Macdonald. He was playing the uh, the uh, the the sketch artist. Yeah, drawing. It was like the FBI sketch artist who drew the the uh, Unabomber's picture. And it was just so far away from being Ted Kaczynski, and they had all these other people. They were just everybody. Every one of his drawings was somebody in a hoodie with aviators on. <laughs> it's like every one of his representations, <laughs> how he presented people. Norm Macdonald uh, as Burt Reynolds on the uh, Celebrity Jeopardies. Yeah. It was always <laughs> hilarious. The Sean yeah. Connery, too, was uh, was always funny on there. Your mother's a whore. I don't know the answer, but your mother's a whore. Well, uh, Dusty, do you want to ring us out here? Uh, let people know some of the upcoming shit we have coming to the yeah. show. Yeah. Thursday, September 2nd, NY Patriot. And um, this coming Sunday, I'm not sure what the date is then. Um, Scott from Truthzilla 
is going to come on and uh, probably share his experience. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot more kind of happen from, from, you know, now until then that uh, he'll be able to talk with us about. And uh, I think another thing we'll probably end up discussing a little bit is, is more like the medical industry side on, on how a lot of people aren't going to be able to, to receive medical treatment um, because they decide not to take the jab. So that was something that's that sort of a scary about. direction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but something that he, he is saw firsthand and, you know, he uh, has some worries and concerns about. So I think I might a, not bother with health insurance this next year. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's uh, what we got going on so far. Um, nobody, yeah, nobody else is on the books right now, are they? No. Yeah, just those two. Uh, Alex re- Stein. Uh- a reschedule, a reschedule. Yeah, Charlie. yeah, we we'll get Charlie in Charlie. here at some point. Yeah, and Charlie's not one. This wasn't a, you know, a bad thing. Like he kept in contact with me all leading up to it, and hey, this is what happened. You know. Yeah, it wasn't a shady ghosting years. situation. I mean, the guy had a yeah. family emergency. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it is what. Yeah, it I'm is. a cat person. Yeah, cats come it, first, especially when you yeah, have exactly. one for fucking that long. Yeah, Jesus years. Christ, yeah. it's heartbreaking. So, those little fuckers, those little like, fuckers get to you. It ain't like some other people that we had <laughs> scheduled to come on the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. not gonna name any names, but uh, well, Sergio did. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let our audience burn our bridges. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I didn't say that, so uh, we'll, let, we'll let Sergio go ahead and do that one. Yeah, but but yeah, man. I, like I said, I emailed him back and told him, hey, I completely understand. Sergio message redacted. <laughs> 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 Too funny. Oh, shit. They know. They know. Everybody knows. Everybody. Anybody in our community knows. Yep. It ain't a secret. It ain't a fucking secret. I just yeah. ain't going to be um, the one that, that goes out and says that, you know. Yeah. Uh, Alex Stein, uh, need to set something up with him from a uh, conspiracy castle, but I, I know he wants to do something. Uh, so we'll get that set up too here, here pretty soon. And, but yeah, gotta say I'm pretty, I'm personally pretty, pretty excited about NY Patriot. Um, mm-hmm. he's knowledgeable. Um, you know, I just, if you guys are into weird, deep, dark, secret, society type stuff mm-hmm. um you know he was in uh ordo simply uh oriente which is like a thelemic uh which is the alistair crowley religion uh you know it's a alistair crowley based uh secret society occult society and uh he has a lot to comment on that stuff and uh knows the power of uh you know, ritual and, and dark magic and sex magic and all that other kind of stuff. And uh, that stuff will most likely be brought up. Um, him and I have been talking uh, in DMs about the subject, and uh, he's more than willing to uh, talk about it on the uh, Thursday show. So if mm-hmm. you guys are into weird secret societies and 
ritual magic and all that other stuff, that's going to be one to check out because uh, it's going to get lit. And uh, all right. with that being said, I'm one of your hosts, Gnome. I'm Hammer. I'm Dusty. And you can go with God and don't take any wooden nickels. And you guys, peace out and keep your buttholes tight. We're out of here. <laughs>